Welcome to Electrician New. This is Derek Descant. This is Dustin Stelzer. We are going to talk about the difference between good enough and perfect. Notice who said it. You're a Virgo, that makes sense. I'm a Taurus. I just chew through things and blow things up. So this all started with the idea. I, I worked for this electrical company when I first moved up here. And they didn't have a motto, but if they did have a motto, it would be, eh, good enough. Yeah. Um, and at some point it was just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? That's what you're doing. I ended up leaving them because I didn't actually feel safe. You know, it wasn't my license. So, you know, I was just an apprentice under them, so it didn't really matter. But they would just want to do such fast work, get out of there as fast as they can, and just move on to the other job, that it became uh, seemingly detrimental to the safety of their house. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody has a different good enough, right? So if they're good enough was really unsafe it might be a different good enough than my good enough sure you know so like everybody the danger in just having the idea eh, good enough is your good enough is only as good as your training you know but the opposite is also true your perfect is going to be different so what i think is perfect i might try to be perfect in everything and then i might see somebody on you know instagram or something that's doing things a different way i'm like oh my god like that's so much better than anything i've ever done i didn't even know about that the ideal of trying to do the best work that you can do every single day always means that you're going to be covering way more things than you would be covering if you were in a good enough state of mind. Good right. enough means you're letting some things by that probably shouldn't. And that's the thing. Good enough means you know there's better. Yes. And it's, it's when laziness and disrespectfulness comes in, especially in electrical work or at any, any job really, but you know, things like electrical work or any of the trades, if a plumber is just doing good enough, there's going to be a leak. Yeah. <laughs> the likelihood of there being a leak sure. yeah, is yeah. much higher. And that's, that, that's where these people came in. They were of utmost disrespectful. Quick story. We went to their house because there was a service call. One of the switches or plugs, I forget what it was, it wasn't working. One of the receptacles, I think it was a receptacle, wasn't working. And the lady led us into his house. Now, first, they definitely drank a couple, uh, one of those uh, cinnamon alcohol shots. I don't know. I don't know. There's, they drank like two or three shots before every job. Oh, the electricians? Yeah. Oh, oh. the electricians. Yeah, no, it sucked. This is, I, I worked for them for like two months because I needed money. And I just, the whole time looking for another Yeah, you're an apprentice. You don't know what you're walking into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We walked in and... The lady is telling this guy, the one with the master electrician with the license, yeah, this this plug isn't working, but this one is. And he literally, in front of her, took his hammer and just smashed into the wall and started tearing at the sheetrock. Seemingly for no reason, like now knowing how to do electrical work. Yeah. And how would you ever do that? He just, and it was just like two or three feet above the receptacle. And he was just like, well, I just kind of checked this wire. He like took out most of the entire bay. The chase. Yeah. Chase. Uh, took most of the chase out of sheetrock to see if like the wiring was correct. And it had nothing to do with that. 
Oh, no. And it was, I, I actually, I still don't know why I did that. And it was just like, I'll get my sheetrock guy. And she was, she was like panicked. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, I would have been too. <laughs> if I ever saw one of my people do that, I'm like, dude, you'd be gone. Me. Well, he was the you in this. I know. You know. Yeah. And uh, that, yeah, that's the thing too, is that culture of him doing that means that everybody under him has been trained by him that that's okay. Yeah, his his workers were, uh, were just like that, but like almost more ruthless. Just, you know, like uh, give a less, more. Yeah, a less informed version of... I hated working for them. And I know that's not even, that's not even good enough. But to him, that was good enough. enough. That was good enough. Like, that's just what you do. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the idea of you having this thought every day that I just have to do what's good enough. It means that you're going to continue that behavior on every single job site. Everybody around you, if you're in a position of power or authority, is going to do the same thing as you. And very quickly, you're going to develop a reputation for being the good enough guy. Yeah. And nobody wants to hire the good enough guy. Unless you're like also the cheapest guy. Everybody wants the cheapest guy too. But what we really want is we really want the perfect guy for cheap. Right. You know, like your car recently. Yeah. So there's this, there's this guy who does, he does great work. You know, he does good enough work. If it needs a bearing, he's going to refurbish a bearing. He's not going to buy a new bearing. Mm-hmm. And he like, and he does that with everything. So something that would be a thousand dollars ends up being less than $200. And he does a quick job. And I, the type of car that I drive isn't anything special. I am not one of those people who, who care for my car. Like I make sure it's safe and it runs and it gets an inspection. And I don't care what it yeah, looks it's like. 1992, yeah, whatever, yeah. 19. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's younger. No, than that, but yeah, it that doesn't come factor. You know, I do, I do like hatchbacks for different reasons, but uh, otherwise, it, you know, I don't really care. So good enough is good enough. If I'm making a toast and it gets a little burnt, it's good enough for me. But if I own a restaurant and I serve a burnt toast, that's not good enough. Yeah. See, for me, I want perfect, right? I'm driving a BMW. It's, uh, it's like a, really high-end car. I don't want anybody just ratcheting or like doing a ratchet job of that car. Right. I'm willing to pay more for perfect. Um, but it's funny too, because I never, I, there was a point in my life where that didn't matter to me. Like I had a, a shitty little like Toyota Camry that had hail damage and different colored panels, every different one door was black. One was red, the hood was brown, you know? So it was like, no, I just need to get by on good enough. But I kept having problems with that car over and over and over and over because I was just getting random people. I wasn't getting people that like really took pride in what they were doing. So there is a difference. And that's not to say what you were doing with your car was bad or anything like that. Like you're getting, you found probably the person that you could find that had the cheapest option for you, but did the best amount of work. So there's like a really good cross section in between all of that. Not everybody that just does good enough is bad. It's just that that guy's good enough is a very high standard good enough. And that's the word standard. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about standards. Mm-hmm. Something that you you jokingly said to be kind of a jerk a couple of weeks ago has actually stuck with me. Oh, God. No. It's, what did it's, I say? So here's the thing. It, it was good enough. I was editing uh, an intro for one of for one of our videos. And you asked me. Is that the best you can do? 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I was kidding, though. I know you were kidding. Yeah. I know you were kidding. Was, and the answer to that question is no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the next question is how much are you willing to pay me? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And 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 that's the thing. You know, there's there's no such thing as perfect. First off, you can always do it better. But there's a certain standard. There's a certain level that it's so good that maybe even more changes to it will make it not as good. So when it gets to that threshold of like, it's good enough because anything else done to it is gonna make it less. I think that's the level of where perfect resides, but it's only for the eye of the viewer. Right. Yeah, I could do something that I think is perfect and somebody can look at it and be like, that's horseshit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I see it all the times in movies. I can't actually believe sometimes when they're showing somebody playing an instrument and the song is playing, they're clearly not playing it, but not only are they clearly not playing it, they're actually playing the wrong instrument or like they're yeah. like, they're going up on the piano when the piano is going down. It's just yeah. like, and to the editors who are musicians, to all the producers who are musicians, that inability to see it created that good enough as a flaw so there's no such thing as good enough and there's no such thing as perfect because it's always different for every every person until we get into the idea of safety you know when you're talking about electrical work or anything in the trades if you're just doing good enough it's not good enough yeah you have to do the standards you have to go better than the standards because eventually the code is going to change it's going to be stricter because there were fires when somebody did this or there was problems so when it comes to working and doing your job especially with things that can cause hazard hazardous hazards 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 yeah you need to kind of go up and above yeah above and beyond now okay so there is this kind of school of thought that i've talked about a lot with um electricians and it's it's going fast and getting a lot done so that you're way more profitable or going really slow and being meticulous so you do an outstanding job and these two different types of people fight because they're like no you're just wasting all that time trying to make everything pretty and you're wasting you know and then the people that do that kind of stuff have a really high standard of kind of a perfectionist sort of attitude. They look at the people that are just slamming things together like, Jesus, get out of this trade. You're giving all of us a bad name. The goal is to be able to do the best work fast. Yes. Yeah, that's where, and I talk about this too, shifting gears. You got to understand like a really, really great electrician in my mind or a tradesman or any, really anybody doing anything is you got to understand when is the time where I can relax and pay a lot more attention or what's the time where I need to turn it on and and like, you know, shift gears and go faster because not every job is going to be as profitable as the next job. Not every job are you going to be able to sit for 18 hours and put a panel together. You know, sometimes you got 18 minutes and you got to put that thing together. Um, but right. the, the perfect the, cross section of that though is is doing your best quality work as quickly as you can do it. The thing about like doing the panels, it can be completely safe and look a mess. Oh yeah, 
you know. shoot the panel that we got here. Yeah, well, that thing. We're like, oh my god, we're gonna just say it's completely safe. No, it is not. Yeah. It's a Murray panel that was wired probably in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> BC, BC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so like, I have a panel that I just did on the like 180 degrees, you know, behind you. If you're staring at this panel, you turn around behind you, there's a panel that I did, and it is meticulous meticulous and pristine. And when I am a homeowner or a business owner or something like that, and I watch an electrician come on my job and do work, if I watch the messy, crazy one, I'm going to know immediately I'm overpaying for somebody that's a hack. But if I turn around and look at the other one, I'm going to be like, whoa, they did such a good job and this is all I'm paying. Like, I got to steal and I know my stuff's safe and I know it's good. I'm going to recommend this person to everybody. Absolutely. And if you do neat work, there's this view of you as, oh, the rest of his work is probably awesome. Yeah. There's no worry. There's no concern. But if you do, all your receptacles are crooked. Or all the everything just you kind can of put the screw vertically yeah. on every one of them. Every, anything with that, you look around and you're like, all right, well, uh, I hope you did everything good. Yeah, if they didn't pay attention to the simple details, there's probably bigger details that they didn't pay attention to. Yeah. And that's a dangerous thing, like you're saying with safety. You know, like we have the National Electrical Code, we have NFPA 70E, which is the electrical safety, and it kind of teaches people how to work safe, but how companies need to operate safely. And we have the 70B, which is for maintenance, teaches you kind of like how, what the minimum standards are for doing each one of these things. It's not a how-to installation guide or anything like that. It's just saying that we have raised the bar nationwide and there is a standard that we must adhere to. You can go above and beyond it if you want, but you cannot go less than this minimum standard. And a lot of people, this is why we have inspectors, because a lot of people don't do that minimum standard either. They just they just do what they've been seeing around them for 20 years and other people have been installing. So they've paid attention to how these people install. And it's just kind of this mimicry all the time of, of like substandardness, but they don't realize it because they don't know any better. Right. But the code books are there to provide a minimum. And I think if you just do everything to code, that's fine. But if you also do everything to code, but it's gnarly looking and it's bad, there's nothing in code that says that you got to, make perfect degree at 90 degree bends and a conduit right. there's nothing that says you got to put every one of your pieces of conduit on a wall perfectly spaced an inch apart so it looks amazing that's the part where it's up to you what kind of reputation are you looking for what yeah. kind of work do you want i don't want to be getting bottom of the barrel work for twenty dollars an hour you know to try to run a company i want to charge 300 an hour and do less work because i'm way too expensive but when you look at my stuff you're like Oh, that's, that's pretty. every bit worth 300 an hour, you know? That's the kind of person I want to be. And I find that those kind of people have to work less and they make way more money. Yeah. And they're respected. Like, the opportunities that come their way, everything. It just shifts everything. I guess what this all comes down to is just workmanship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it really doesn't take... It. Do, that's not true. It does take more time to do things really neat and clean. But you're standing there anyways... And if it takes you 30 more minutes to make something impressive versus definitely not impressive, I say it's worth spending that extra 30 minutes. It's true. And when you do a repetitive motion, how many times have you been doing something on the computer where you have to like copy, paste, put it there, copy, paste, put it there. But for some reason, you always hit the wrong button yeah. and then you practice hitting that wrong button. And it doesn't matter how many times 
you try to not hit that wrong button. After a while, it just becomes part of your, program. your programming, your your the way you do it. If you're doing electrical work and you're putting what a hundred plugs into a house, receptacles. If you just right away practice doing it the right way, the neat way, you get better at doing it, and your yeah. automatic programming will just be. I just have the wires nice and tucked in the back. And it just becomes fast. If you have the mentality in the very beginning, I'm just like, whatever, just get this done. But the end result will probably still work, but everything won't be lined up. And if somebody looks at it, and who knows, maybe the wire nuts aren't on all the way. If you have that mindset of just do it right every single time, you'll get fast at doing it right every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole thing too, for those of you that are like apprentices or, you know, haven't got to be a job lead yet there's something all of us many of us know that we will give y'all a mundane task and we'll give you 300 of them and you will do that and you will only do that for a very long time the reason is is because we want you to get comfortable with your tools and how to use them we want you to get used to how this doing this one thing is over and over and over and over so it becomes muscle memory to you so the 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 reason is, is that also that we don't have you do one thing and then change to another thing and go back to that other thing and then go back to the thing the more times you have to move a ladder the more time the more it takes you because you're changing your behavior and starting a new behavior by climbing down that ladder and moving the ladder and going over here grabbing some different materials then going up the ladder and then coming down the ladder and going back up the ladder and coming it changes everything every single time you change something so the more that you can do one single thing over and over and over and over you rapidly get faster i'll notice like when i'm fresh in the morning just drink some coffee and looking around a job site and i get down to rip out um ripping out for at least in the south we call uh, the part word like you've already done the rough in and you're just cutting all the sheathing off and making up all the wires. Some people call that makeup. Some people call it rip out. So when I start ripping out in a room and I've got like 20 receptacles in there, the first one's pretty slow. The second one still pretty slow, but like kind of getting in my groove by the third or the fourth one, I'm starting to go fast And the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, by the 10th one, when I'm done with that room, I hop over to another room and start doing it. And I'm flying, dude. I'm doing them in like 30 seconds per receptacle. And when I started, I was doing them in three minutes per receptacle. So that is a real thing. That is a real, real thing is, is like you will always get faster at whatever you're doing when you start doing it. And like you said, man, if, if uh, yeah, if your way of doing it is just minimum least amount of effort possible every single thing you do is going to be that way because that's the pattern you're getting into i think that's a dangerous way to be it is with anything yeah yeah and i think because we do this for a job every day eight hours a day 40 hours a week for year in year out that mentality echoes into everything else in your life too when it comes to your car, you're gonna like do get the good enough thing, whatever. You just gonna tie some stuff together, let the bumper vibrate, and it's hanging on the ground, whatever. It's not touching the ground, but it's like kind of hanging there. So when I hit the speed bump, I hear this like everything in your life since you're since in your job, your most important all day, every day thing, everything's just good enough. Everything else in your life, the people that you have as friends, the like woman that you choose or man you choose to be with for the rest of your life, like everything you kind of have this way of just navigating through all of the decisions that you have to make in this kind of substandard way 
But if everything you do is perfectionist, those people, when you go to their houses, their house is clean and taken care of. Their food is probably really ordered and prepped and they keep on top of their bills. They're not late behind. They might have good credit. So like this isn't just a, hey, don't do crappy electrical work. This is a whole mindset thing. And really think about who you are because it doesn't it doesn't even mean you have to be one or the other. Most people are going to be kind of like a gradient oh, absolutely. in between all of that. I think even if you're in a group of people, if you're an apprentice or something like that, and you're working at a company and you realize that a lot of people are slacking and your stuff doesn't look well, and you go to another company or you go to another job site from another company and you see things are way different, you got to realize right then and there, there's just different ways people have of doing things. And I think that I would recommend to people always go to the best company that you can. Always work for the best people that do the highest quality work, have the best reputation because they're, they care about that thing. They care about quality work. They care about their reputation. So they're going to treat you, most likely they're going to treat you really well. They're going to train you really well because they want you to be up to their standard as well. So um, yeah, that's all I got. Love you crazy people. Bye.